Hello, how you doing? This is Dr. D coming to you live with the Boom Factor, which stands for Believers Overcome with Unlimited Manifestation. I'm so excited you stopped by. You are literally tuned in to my live audio diary of my life with mental and spiritual support to help you sustain your life from the inside out. I represent independent artists, entrepreneurs, self-published authors, ministers, missionaries. Whatever issues that you deal with that you may think that nobody have dealt with, just tune in. Dr. D probably have touched on it and went through it. So come on, share my link, and I appreciate you taking time out to download the free app. And if you have something else you want to discuss, just leave me a message. Until then, be blessed. All right, good morning, good morning, good morning. Yes, it's Tuesday morning, and oh my gosh, it has been a delightful and challenging weekend um but with all that said we had a chance to go and check on my mom's um when we she was rushed to the hospital last week by having a stroke and once they got in they had um they say she had um fluid on her brain she had blood clots and then had a heart attack at the same time so, with that said, the family, which is my family here in uh, Texas, which my children, we all got together and we rolled down there this weekend. And we came back uh, yesterday, last night, uh, yesterday evening. Um, so, with all of that, the prognosis... Um, when we got there, she had a ventilator to help her breathe because she has a artificial veil uh, for her heart. Plus the, you know, plus the pacemaker. Uh, I don't know if they took the pacemaker. I don't know. I I knew she had a pacemaker, but then I found out through my daughter because she's a nurse, so she was able to articulate the different terms, the medicine, the procedures. So that kind of helped us out a lot to have uh, a medical profession in our family to give better understanding on what was really happening with her. Mama is very special case <laughs> with a lot of ailments, right? But this one here is kind of critical. Um, so when we got there, um, you know, she had movement in her right side, um, but the left side uh, had no movement. And and she knew it was there because she became active, kept moving her hands. And so we prayed over her, my daughter and prayed over her. And um, the oldest combed her hair, made her feel comfortable, just showing her that, hey, we're here. You know, everybody came up here to, to make sure that you know that we're here for you. And you're going to be all right, strengthen you. But I just pray God's will be done. Because I've been through a lot of prayers, intercession prayers, and prayers for others. That a lot of, most, 
most family members, of course, we want the best, right? Um, we expect longevity, all of us, right? But at the end of the day, you guys, everybody has the number that comes up, okay? And so I've learned in by experience and just where God is balancing me with, where I won't be too into and, you know, the, depends on what way the scale will fall, I still can stay focused and stay the course. All right. And so I'm saying all of that because I prayed, God, I know you're a healer. Uh, you know, my mom, she's taking care of her daughter's three children, which was my sister and my nieces and nephews. And um, at this present moment, it is what it is. And I just lift her in your hands and that you uh, make every crooked roll straight. I cast her into your hands, and I believe that the bomb again, yeah, will be over her. We dispatch the angels to stay in that room, that the doctors will uh, maintain her properly. And I tell you what, guys, the prayers work because uh, before we left, the tube got out, all right? Uh, she was able to... Um, Open her eyes, praise the Lord, okay? Um, but her, but they say she had a fever yesterday before we left. Um, they were trying to maintain her fever, so they was putting ice packs on her. And they had remote text because when you start running a fever, that means you have an infection or something's going on, right? And so we just uh, was told this morning, my brother, because we have a group message thing that we stay in contact with each other that she did have pneumonia and that's what caused the fever or whatever okay so that's what we believe in god for to um that the pneumonia would dry up and and be dismissed but overall god's perfect will will be done okay and i just want to encourage all of you out there that no matter what you're facing that God's will be done. His will going to be done. Even in the midst of all this craziness. It's so fickle now. The way um, this society, especially here in America, handling this COVID-19, especially state to state. I looked at this at a bigger, broader perspective. And I saw how each each governor, right, uh, of the state was like in competition where who's going to close and who's going to shut down, you know, now who's going to open up and we open up at 25%, but we're going to open up all the way, you know, our case. I mean, it was like a game to me when I looked at it and I was like, God, are these people really, really valuing the human life? Now, yes, a lot of people want to throw out conspiracy theories. But guess what? Conspiracy theories usually be put on point. They're really telling you the truth. But because they have labeled individual, they may think I'm a conspiracy theory. But guess what? I'm led by the Holy Spirit. And those that are sons and daughters of God, guess what? They are the ones that are being led by the Holy Spirit. 
And from the beginning, way in January, well, matter of fact, way last year, but it really started manifesting itself in January that the Lord was preparing me to share with others something's about to go down and it's going to affect the whole world. I don't know what it is, but something's about to happen. And then gradually you hear certain things coming out the news and they was pinpointing on China. Now over here in America, yeah, of course, somebody always... All right, welcome back to the continuation of the conspiracy theories. (laughs) Well, that is so ironic because I was sharing in the previous uh, introduction, I guess, uh, how... The politicians are just being fickle with people's lives. And, I mean, this shutdown really hindered and damaged a lot of businesses, uh, homes, people, livelihoods. I mean, it really, really caused some really, really damage. And I believe, um, not believe, I know God is going to chastise those that's in the political realm. The, if you so worried about the COVID-19 pandemic, right? And you shut the economy down, which the White House didn't want to do it in the beginning, but because of the numerous cases that arose and how they projected this all over, it was like, okay, shut down everything. And really, I believe they just wanted to stop all the movements until they can figure out what is going on and how can we contain this. Well, from my my opinion, and I believe it would have been a good strategy that everything would have balanced out and people wouldn't be in so much a dire strait now. And you have caused the political... Um, Individuals have caused so much trauma to individuals financially and burning them down because of this 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 transition. Okay, excuse me. See this lady? I see she got her another car. She got a new car, but her old car is still parked right in front of my apartment, and. I'm just weighing it out. This is the second month that that car been sitting there. I mean, they have a whole bunch of spots that she could have pushed that car out of the way towards the the gate. And look at her. She got a sunroof. Go ahead, child. Go with your bad self. But you need to move your old car, you know. And um, I'm about to get mine. And trust me, I would want to park in front of my apartment. And I'm just saying this on air. <laughs> She's going to have um, to the end of this month to move it. And I'm just going to have to go to the um, the office. That's ridiculous. But anyway, like I was stating, they could have just balanced all this out. You know, go ahead and shut down everything. She could have been shut down to this month, June, three months. Okay. We, we will cut a halt. The business people and the landlords and all of them. Balance it out. Hey, you can write it off on your tax return. But we don't want, don't evict nobody. 
don't expect no money from nobody because nobody is not really making money except the the wealthy. Yes, they did. They made a lot of money. It didn't it, if anybody else noticed how everybody was seeking for unemployment, people still waiting for their pandemic unemployment um, funds and resources, right? Guess what? The stock market been increasing. Why? Because people buy assets, bonds, um, all type of other monies coming from, I watched a, a documentary, money coming from other countries, buying certain land and equity. I mean, it's just... It's so much, and I'm not even gonna get too excited about it because then I don't want to cause myself to do a a a, a, a a a vertical moment, and then I'm gonna be messed up. So I'm just saying, like to say, you guys, you're gonna have to stick together. You have to come together in your community or whoever you with that you can trust, and y'all have to have a strategy a strategy to be able to survive these next upcoming years. Okay. In 2017, the Lord told me, 2020, I'm going to show you something. I didn't, I was thinking like, whoa, I mean, he's going to just give me everything. I'm going to have my car, my house, have my, my businesses flourishing. I mean, I'm going to be debt free. I mean, I'm going to be flossing. That's it. I'm just confessing. That's how I, I took it. I had scriptures on it and keep proclaiming it. And it was getting, it was inching up to that way. Then always something else was coming along that really like shook a core and I couldn't understand certain stuff. And it was like, wait a minute, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm like 2020. Then boom, 2019. Wow. 2020 going to be here in a couple of months. And at that time, things were looking very, very bad for me in the natural in the good, all things work together for good, right? That's what the words say. But in the natural, you step back, and I was like, wow, God, I am really, really going through this here. I mean, and I'm, I'm like, somebody say, in the midst of all your circumstances, you still do good. You know, be kind and work as a team. And I was like, God, I don't even want to hear that no more because all my, my, my life, but mostly my Christian life, Right, that's what even motivated me to start this whole platform. You know, my whole Christian life, I have been serving others and being a blessing to others and giving and giving my time and my and my 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 information, my resources, you know, my monies, you know. And I've been always saying, "We," I'm saying, "Oh yeah, we gonna do this here and we gonna build this here and we gonna, you know, make things happen and better for the community." I was saying, "We." But they we didn't include me. Whoa. So I had to find out the hallway. I mean, very, very traumatic time that it hit me. And then after that, it was like a domino effect. I mean, it's like one thing after another hit me. Boom, 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 boom. Until it started affecting me mentally. It started affecting me physically. You see what I'm saying? And the more I prayed and asked God to give me strength, and I felt like I got strength to come back up and just step out and walk again, boom, shakalaka, there it goes. feel like something grabbed me around my ankles and just pulled me, and I was back flat on my face again. And I'm speaking uh, metaphor, metaphor at this point in the spirit. That's how I felt. But the physical, I was going through all these different tests and trials and, and different emotions and, 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 and 
and misunderstandings and people not honoring their word towards me. And when I asked a certain question, they was giving me this lip and, you know, it really was being very negative, almost physical towards me. And I'm talking about men and women. And my brothers, I really was shocked because I thought that was my brothers in Christ. To me, I felt like after all of that, there was nothing but a, a wolf in sheep clothing. So when I hear, you know, ministers preaching and say, we got to be a team. You can't go forward and do all this here. You know, not, and I'm like, well, I was a team, but I was not in the team. And I was saying we, and I was working together with people as we in a conversation. But then when things got to the point where, hey, now it's time for, yay, we appreciate, da, 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 da. And guess what? I was not in that we. I was not in that appreciation. I was not in those uh, celebrations from reaching from nothing and now you something, but now that you're something, you have no part of me. Matter of fact, I, I had to experience people turning the tables and making it seem like, oh, well, they're not here because of A, B, C, D, F, G. Lies, 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 manipulative, deceitful lies. So when, when you're going through transition like this and in life, and it seems like, bam, bam, bam. Okay, God, what's good? Okay, well, where well, well, I messed up at? Because it's like, I'm not getting no type of, uh, no leeway here. And then when you, when you receive texts or messages, you know, um, participate with this and participate that. It's like, no, I don't, I, I just can't feel that. Then they say, oh, are you okay? No, God's will be done, but no, I'm not okay. Anything you need? Well, what do I really need? You're not able to supply it. And people have to even watch that. When you ask somebody, I want to be there for you. Do you need anything? You better make sure you're saying and asking the right thing. Because when they tell you what they really need, are you able to supply that need? Hello. Or you may be able to supply it, but will you be willing to let it go? Are you willing to even upscale it to go beyond the call to make sure that person is taken care of or that need is met like the Samaritan on the world when the when when some People came and just beat him up, bullied him, stripped him, robbed him, and just left him for dead. And at that point, he couldn't even speak to say what he needed. But it only took a Samaritan, a person that's not even of their kind, had empathy and shared love for the person that was on the side and took care of them. And he went the other extra mile. He brought him to the clinic, and I'm just paraphrasing it. He took him to the clinic. He paid them and said, look, I don't know how much you charge, but it's all I have. But take care of this individual, and I'm going 
to a meeting, but when I come back, I'm going to stop. And if I owe you any more money, just let me know and I will pay you. Just take care of this person. How many of you, with the sound of my voice, will go the extra mile to make sure somebody else is taken care of, even if it costs you something? If it costs you something. You see? If it costs you something. And I, I just remember something too, because I was, had something from my brother, and I didn't even get a chance to even see him because we was back and forth. And when I got to the hospital, he wasn't there. And when he was there, you know, I wasn't there. So I get to see him this week when I go back up there. But ask yourself, in the midst of all of this that's happening, what will you do to make sure that somebody else won't go through? Or I can put it like this here. While they're going through, what will you do to be that upper hand to help them while they're going through? To come out of whatever they're going through. Now, sometimes, yes, you have to really be led by the Spirit of God to do something like that. But the compassion and the love that Jesus had in his heart, I didn't see not one time that he had stopped and said, Oh, well, give me three days, let me pray about it, and I'm going to get back with you. When the, when the, Centurion came and asked him, can you come and pray for my servant? And because it was so long, he said, because of your fate, I'll just send the word. And he'll be healed. He didn't say, oh, okay, well, give me three days, at least give me an hour. Or give me, you know what I'm saying? He didn't put a delay on the need. Oh, come on, Holy Ghost. He didn't put a delay on the need. He saw the need and he met the need. He sent the word and the word became the living, healing flow of God to the centurion servant. And just like in circumstances, only thing... I I had to learn, I'm still learning, you guys, to send the word. But if if tangibly, if 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 I have it many times, what? You need what? Oh no, 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 no. Here, come on. Matter of fact, I just went to the store, so all of this is fresh. Just take it all and I can I can get it later. It had got to a point in my life that I always bought extra when I went to the store. Always had extra because I already expected God was going to bring somebody my way that had a need for whatever he told me to buy. And I had it. But I didn't have it. I wasn't rich. I took my very last. Sometimes, you know, it, it cost me a lot to do that. But I did. 
And I believe at this point of time, through all of this COVID-19, we have all of, of the Black Lives Matters protests moving, going along. You know, um, they are making some change, but the, ma- the major change that the black community really need is the economical change. And that's what they don't want to relinquish. If they can just trinkle a couple of thousands in front of your face, hey, you know, they t- take that little finger and pet you on and say, go on, go on. I didn't give you 1200 Go on, go on. You should, you should be able to pay all your bills for three months, even though you ain't have a job. But we give you this $1,200 and you should be able to just take care of everything you need. And, oh, don't, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, um, we're going to open back up. That means to give the landlords permission to evict. So now the courthouse is open and now they're doing evictions. And now you got a lot of people homeless now because... The politicians felt like, hey, let's shut down everything, da 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 But guess what? They still was getting their checks. They, they mortgages was paid. They children didn't lose no food out their mouths. Come on, y'all. So we got to remove those politicians up there that's, that, that's hogging those seats that are not looking out for the people. So... They didn't meet our needs. If you didn't have the Lord on your side, I'm, I'm telling you, it's only about miracles and miracles that I hear a lot of individuals say, Lord, if it wasn't for God providing this and making this happen, I don't know what I would have done or what my family would have done. Hey, give me this idea that I started making me some little money. At least I was able to pay this and pay that. These, these politicians don't care. They don't care. That's why you have to take your time out and go and really find out what their agenda is and go where they're meeting and ask the questions. And I will record it, even though some of them may not want you to have it recorded, but I will record the answers. So if they make it in that position, you can go back up to their meetings when they have an open forum and say, on this day, when you ask for my vote, I voted for you because you said you was going to do this. It's, what, six months, and I haven't seen no propaganda on you fulfilling whatever that, that, that thing is you asking. This is how we have to be as citizens, not just black citizens, but all citizens of America. We're going to have to start putting pressure on these politicians. Don't you know that you working every day? And that tax money that's coming out of your check, you're not getting that full check. You're living off your net. But guess what? Everything that goes on in this world, they're going about your growth. So since they're going to make you live off your net, let them live off their net. You make sure that you put pressure on whoever is in that's representing your zip code. And no matter what state it is, put pressure on them, y'all. You are paying them. See, we keep forgetting this. We are literally paying the politicians to rule us, to steal from us, to defame us, to degrade us, to play this, this, this game of chess with our lives, with our finances, with our businesses, with our mental state. We are paying them. So since you're paying them, get somebody in there that's going to be representing a representation of what you expect them to do in your community. And they're not going to go the extra mile. They're not being good Samaritans, like the gentleman helped the, helped the, the, the beat up guy. 
that was tossed on a roll. And he made sure he was taken care of. And any debts that he owed, he was going to pay him. Are those politicians doing that for us? Hell no. But we are paying them. When you vote them in, when you work on that job, and even in in your self-employed business, when you pay that self-employment tax, a portion of them taxes are going to pay them. So the people are going to have to rise up. I was watching a documentary, and I know I'm probably going over my time now. I was watching a documentary where the community rise up and commanded. They demanded the the political people, the mayors of these towns, before they really start separating states, you know, and the, the counties, you know, back in the 1900s, they demanded And yeah, black black folks, come on. We got to get our act together. Because no matter who protesting with us, when it's all said and done, we still got to stand up for each other as a community and make things change. We got to do it in the political, in the Senate. We got to do it where it matters in the, in the, in the courts of America. And until we can get in there and make those change economically, we're going to always be at the bottom. Even though we are 75%, and maybe I'm saying that wrong, but majority, if the black community hold back their economic resources, I believe that the economy will stop. It'll be like a stick stuck into a bike chain and you won't be able to go anywhere. It'll just be going, whoa, what happened here? We're feeling something. What happened? Yeah, it's the, it's the black, black community resources that have halt put into this broken system. But guess what? Black community, they don't know how to come together because systematically we have been um, driven in mind control to be divided within each other, and until that happens, this is this is insane. You expect to change, but keep doing the same old thing. What they call that's called insanity. And I'm not being the same for nobody, and I'm not gonna keep rehearsing and redoing stuff. So this is the time that all of us at the sound of my voice. The Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. Psalm 93 The Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength, wherewith he hath girded himself. The world is also established, that it cannot be moved. Thy throne is established of old. Thou art from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. 
94. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongeth, O God, to whom vengeance belongeth, show thyself, show thyself. lift up thyself, yes. thou judge of the earth, render a reward to the proud, Lord, how long shall the wicked, how long shall the wicked triumph? How long shall they utter and speak hard things, and all the workers of iniquity boast themselves? They break in pieces thy people, O Lord, and afflict thine heritage. Yes. They slay the widow and the stranger, and murder the fatherless. Yet they say, The Lord shall not see. Neither shall the God of Jacob regard it. Understand, ye brutish among the people, and ye fools, when will ye be wise? He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? Mm. He that formed the eye, shall he not see? He that chasteth the heathen, shall he not correct? He that teacheth man knowledge, shall not he know? The Lord knoweth the thoughts of man, that they are vanity. Blessed is the man whom thou chasteneth, O Lord, and teachest him of thy law, that thou mayest give him rest from the days of adversity, until the pit be digged for the wicked. For the Lord will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. But judgment shall return unto righteousness, yes. and all the upright in heart shall follow it. Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul had almost dwelt in silence. Yes. When I said, My foot slippeth, thy mercy, O Lord, held me up. In the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comforts delight my soul. Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth mischief by a law? They gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous, and condemn the innocent blood. But the Lord is my defense, and my God is the rock of my refuge. And he shall bring upon them their own iniquity, and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. Yea. The Lord our God shall cut them off. Wow. Praise the Lord. You can read the Psalms. Oh my gosh. I need to hear that word and I feel so good that I'm able to share it with you guys. Because I know each and every one of you is encountering some type of um, situation and circumstances and trauma even through this COVID-19 pandemic and um, the protests and our emotions and our feelings and we have to um, go amongst our neighbor and, and just you don't feel the the comfort and the assurance that you know what what's going to happen today but oh, bless the Lord, all oh, my soul and all that is within me. I am so excited. I love God with all my heart. Yes, sometimes as we even heard through the word of God, 
that our feet slips and we fall into this slumber and we cry out, Oh God, how long would you allow the wicked to continue on with their endeavors? And the Lord said, Hey, I, the one that created eyes. So don't you know I can see and I created the ears. Don't you know I can hear? So that's a confidence that all of us must have, no matter what we face out here. My blessed Boom Factor family, no matter what we're facing, no matter what endurance, no matter what pitfall, no matter what mishap you even fall into or shortcomings in the act out of our own flesh, at the moment that we have to defend ourselves, even at that present moment, I need for you to understand that God is with you. He loves you with an everlasting love and he is not sleeping. He sees, he hears, and that's just a comfort even for me because it's like every step that you take, you step into something else that you have to deal with through your life. When you just want to sit down and, and, and just relax and you turn on the television and boom, wow, they killed somebody else. Oh, wow. They closing this store. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. First you say we have to wear a mask. Then you say, don't wear a mask. Then you say, okay, now the cases then then decrease. So we're going to open up the, the, the community. Oh, now the cases then increase. Oh, we may have to shut it down again. You know what people, all of this fickleness, but one thing for sure, we can trust in God because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if you really take time out and get into that word and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you at this hour, what must you do to keep yourself in tune with him and not let the society and the stigmatization and all of this mental anguish that's being transmitted through the television <laughs> and through conversations of others, through the social media, what is the foundation that you are holding on to? You best hold on to God's. He's the solid foundation. He is the rock of all rocks. He is the king of all kings. He is the Lord of all lords. So we can just continue, just take it day by day, people. And I'm not telling you something that I'm always hearing other people preaching. I'm telling you something that I have experienced, is experiencing, and walking in it right now. You have to take it day by day. And as you are rising up in the morning and seeking the revelation of God and what he will have you to do of even just pray the protection of you walking out your home, making sure that you come back into your home safely. That's a miracle in itself, especially for the black and brown community, especially the black community. Just know that God is with you. And yeah, it's, ooh, you want to give up, you want to fight, you want to say, look, the hell with all of it. But 
it comes to the point where God say, okay, I'm glad you're at that point. Now let me step in. You step back and let me step in and let me go forward. Like I told you in the word that I've sent the angels before you to prepare the way for you. Can we really trust in the power of God? Let's, 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 let's make a determination. I know I am. Trust in the power of God, which is his word. Okay, which is the word. And I know, I know I have my skeptics out there. I know that the King James Version Bible is not all that has been written. I know this. I'm not here to debate all the different translations of God's original word. But somebody had to speak it and somebody had to write it. And thank God the scrolls were written. I can't sit here and defend back and forth why they took this out the Bible and why they didn't teach this and why they didn't teach this. Because I'm learning myself a new awakening in all of us. But with this new awakening, take this opportunity to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his right way of doing things. When you see something that's not being uh, fair, when I grew up, people stuck up for one another. People just didn't let people just do things. And I believe because at that time, we still was in that transition of the civil rights that I can remember even as a young girl, and I'm not even going to go into this in this episode, but I just want to encourage you all, do what's right in the sight of God. I don't care who's not around you. Don't do it as a show off. Do it because God is watching you. Everything that I do, I say, God, <laughs> and I talked to that. I say, God, I'm going to have to do something that I know is all against what you are teaching us and what I teach people. But I'm, I need you right now because I'm angry and I'm mad and I'm upset and I've given all and I'm only receiving nothing. And you say when I sow my seed cheerfully, no matter what I'm doing, that it'll come back to me. But the only thing that's been coming back to me is anguish. And deception and betrayal. I'm not sowing that. So why is this coming back to me? Whoa, but the word of God says, hey, I have eyes I see. I have ears and I hear. I'm omnipotent. That's what you say, right? You say that you're a believer, right? And you're an overcomer. Come on now. So I'm going to manifest my love upon you and don't worry about who is not seeing you or who is not acknowledging you hey I can use someone 25 years later and from your past to step up into your present to remind you of the seeds that you have sown your labor of love and they, they are and they will not be forgotten and that's a testimony that I'll share, and I'll share it on the next episode. But I just want to encourage you all in the name of Yahshua that God sees and he knows and you got to hold on to what he's sharing with you. You got to hold on. You got to hold on. You got to hold on. 
and you have to fight for your peace. You got to fight for your joy. You got to you got to fight for your rest. Parents, be encouraged. You did what you can do at the time that you had to do it. Sometimes our children are not grateful. They're not thankful. They don't understand the sacrifices as parents. They have to step back themselves to make sure their children have. And vice versa. Children, any youth that's listening, young adults, don't be so judgmental. Don't be so uppity to the point where, of course, you are in the technology era where we didn't have the technology. Because even when we was in, in your place and how we was with our parents. Some had two parents in the household, some had one, some had, some had the father, some had the mother, then some didn't have none. They was in other homes. And that's why I thrive to make sure no matter who I meet, anybody, and I, could, I can knock on wood with my hand on the Bible, anybody that I first meet, I always reach out to them and value who they are as a human being. I make their presence known to you are important. And I do my best up to the ability that I can offer to make sure that, hey, when that person stand before God, they can never say, well, Lord, nobody never reached out to me. They never tried to help me. Lord, they never did this here, so I couldn't do this, A, B, C, D, F, G. And God will always, and I, I saw it in the spirit one time, He has this big movie screen and every excuse that we try to present to him that why we didn't do something, he going to, he going to rewind that tape. He said, no, I gave you an opportunity right here. This person, I sent this person as a gift to your life and you abused it or you deceived it or you manipulated. You did not treasure it. You didn't, you didn't, you wasn't grateful or thankful. So, see, we have to think about all of that. And the word that you just, just heard, the songs, put it on in your house. Put it on the radio. They have apps if you have your phone at night or through the day. Find something where you can always have the word of God playing in the background of your home. So your walls... The very day, you know, the Bible says you better give God the praise or the, the very rocks will cry out for you. I don't want no rock to cry out for me. Hello. So that means the rocks can hear. The rocks have some type of atom, electrons or whatever mechanism it is to, to create that substance. It has a recording mechanism. So if it can praise... It can hear, and I'm not going to go into um, a whole sermon on that, but this is enough right here, and I'm going to come to the next episode, but I just wanted to share that with you guys. Be encouraged. Let the Word of God marinate you with His presence. The Word will bring faith. When you hear, He say, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Sometimes you just got to let that word just play through your house. Play while you jogging. Play, I mean, let it just play 
Find every moment to hear the word of God because it will renew your strength every time because it do it for me. Okay? Cool. Bless the Lord. Well, this is Dr. D with the Boom Factor, and I am excited that you guys have taken time out to tune in to another amusing and amazing broadcast. And as you heard in the trailer, that this is my daily, hey, audio diary of my life as a Christian to show you that, hey, Christians or believers go through everyday life just like everybody else. But the difference is we know how to call upon God. And when we call upon his name, he said that he will come and save us. So I want you to be encouraged that you're not by yourself. You can always tune in. You can go to facebook.com slash boom factor to see any live recordings that I have. You can also go to boom factor TV through YouTube. Uh, I have recordings and different videos that I have um, presented and recorded through uh, these days of my life. <laughs> um, just interviewing different people, just being on set. I've traveled in uh, many different countries, and at this present moment, through the COVID, I'm here, and God has something real new for me, and as he continues to develop it, I'm going to bring it forward even more. Thank you for sticking with me all this time. This year will be um, three years on the air. We'll be celebrating 10 years for the ministry in Urban Management Group next month and uh, also uh, launching and just having a live time on Zoom for our book launching. And we'll be accepting new manuscripts. So if you have, if you ever want to, um, oh, you know what? Let me stop that right now. And and we're going to go to the next episode. I don't want to mess up the anointing from the prayer and begin a call to action. (laughs) All right. God bless you guys. Love you. What's up, what's up, what's up, Boom Factor family? Well, I pray that y'all was able to enjoy just a little excerpt of the songs being read in my little um, reflection on what's going on in this hour in our country. Uh, But I also want to begin some positive um, insights with the word and with what's going on um, that involves all of us. And we have to begin to uh, look within ourselves to even solve the littlest, you know, problems that's being manifested in our community right now. And it's not easy because a lot of people don't want to deal with the issues at hand and why is because it's going to deal with the heart. It's going to deal with your mindset. It's going to deal with a lot of things that as individuals, we really don't want to deal with. We're rather, you know, sweep it underneath the rug and point the finger at somebody else. And when God really says, you know, um, you know what? You need to really check yourself and, and get renewed in that area. 
And it's not easy. Believe me, I have, man, a whole year. I could say a whole year because around this time last year, I um, fell at work, which that case is still pending. I fell at work, hurt my, my ankle, kind of find out it's sprained and it injured uh, Achilles in my in my right foot. And then um, as the months progressed, the nerve, right, um, began to aggravate um, me, especially at night. So it's like I rub my I rub my legs down, I'll prop my feet up so it could be elevated, you know. And through that process, it was very challenging even for me to walk. And then um, me being on public transportation was a whole nother ordeal. Then, then the COVID hit. Man, I mean, it was one thing after the next. But overall, the word kept me. Okay, it didn't erase everything. It just kept me and gave me strength to endure and overcome it. And at this moment, this is what we need in this hour. We need strength to overcome all the situations that are before us right now. And that's what I'm preparing to bring forth to you guys. Um, The Safe Zone broadcast normally... um, present teachings this boom factor is um what do you call it impromptu segments uh, i'm gonna share different things that's going on with me what i see how i feel about the world in different instances you know uh, even with relationships and with with situations on the personal level the business level the ministry level the traveling level any level that you could think of, I have talked about it, lived through it, and still dealing with some issues. And so that just to let you know, hey, you're not by yourself. And you could be the world-renowned minister, business owner, and everything else. And believe me, If you listen to them preach or teach or whatever it is, hey, they have encountered some type of test and trial in their life also. Okay? So don't make don't let the enemy and the voices of this world make you think something wrong with you. No, because everybody going through, baby. Everybody experiencing this, baby. <laughs> you know, and it's gonna take you and I together to combat this issue. So we can keep our mind a solid, solid. Understand? We need it to stay solid. The word of God tells us that God has not given us a spirit of fear, which the world is trying to project on everybody. But he has given us power, love, and a sound mind. And this will be my first probably topic 